Hey guys! Welcome to On The Scene Podcast. I'm Heather Harrison. And I'm Emma Dodson. We're a news commentary podcast designed to keep Mississippians informed and up to date with everything in our state. Emma and I are editors for Mississippi State University's student newspaper, The Reflector. We decided to start this podcast to offer an alternative way to take in the news. College students often don't have time to read the news, so we cater our podcast to be an on-the-go listening experience. Today we are discussing medical marijuana in Mississippi for NPR's podcast contest. Our first source is from the Washington Post in April 1977. So first we are going to discuss the history of medical marijuana and just marijuana in Mississippi as a whole. Yeah, it's got a long time coming. For yes, this. for sure. So in 1977, marijuana was decriminalized in Mississippi thanks to the work of Douglas Timms, who was a young Cleveland, Mississippi native, and he was an insurance company executive. He was also considered a wealthy Delta Republican, although he claimed no political party at the time. So just pretty standard, just wealthy white guy in Cleveland. So in about 1975 or 76, there's no clear date on this, Tim started pushing for marijuana to be decriminalized in Mississippi. And he lobbied with state legislators for over a year. And then he had this big breakthrough moment in 1977. He had been reading a bunch of newspaper articles where people who were caught possessing marijuana were fined but were not given jail time or other times where people received suspended jail time but were not fined. So this was a big breakthrough at the time because usually people would be criminalized. They would be put in jail for possessing marijuana. But now he's seeing that the policies are more lenient. So then, in the 1977 legislative session, the Mississippi legislator passed a law that struck down jail time penalties for first-time convictions who had one ounce of marijuana or less on their person. And then le- the legislators also wanted to have stricter laws for hard drug traffickers and people who had large amounts of marijuana, but not for those who had an ounce or less on them. So this was all thanks to the work of Douglas Timms. And then Governor Cliff Finch signed the bill into law and Mississippi was one of the eight states that decriminalized marijuana at the time in 1977. See, that's like a first that we're actually in the top of mm-hmm. something that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a big surprise. But so we had that history in 1977. Now we're going to jump forward to 2014. So that's when medical CBD oil was legalized for people experiencing intractable ep- epilepsy. It was called Harper Grace's Law in honor of six-year-old Harper Grace who had epilepsy and she relies on CBD oil to control her symptoms. So we see that and then in 2017 Mississippi lawmakers passed SB 2610 and it permitted CBD use in the research of several medical conditions including the treatment of seizures but in 2019 that's when the state officially legalized CBD for the general population, so in July 2019. Yeah, I just want to clarify that CBD oil does not have psychoactive effects. It's just more of a subconscious. Yeah, CBD doesn't have the THC in it. And then in 2018, the idea of medical marijuana was formed and supported by many bipartisan lawmakers. It just it had been snowballing into this big event, and all of a sudden it was like, why don't we just make this come into action? Why don't we actually legalize medical marijuana? So that brings us to Initiative 65 and 65A. So 65, Initiative 65 is what was sparked in 2018. This is kind of the people's initiative. In November 2020, Mississippi voters had two choices for medical marijuana law. So Initiative 65 was designed to allow medical marijuana treatment for more than 20 specified qualifying conditions, and it allowed individuals to possess up to 2.5 ounces of marijuana at one time, and it would tax marijuana at the sales tax rate of 7% in our state. 
So that was the pretty common one, the one that most people tended to like or lean toward. But then 65A was the legislator's alternative to the medical marijuana amendment, and it restricted smoking marijuana to terminally ill patients, and it required pharmaceutical-grade marijuana products and treatment oversight by licensed physicians, nurses, and pharmacists, and it left tax rates, possession limits, and other details to be set by the legislator. So it really wasn't too specific. It was more just trying to be restrictive. Mm -hmm. And this was also on the presidential ballot. So you voted for president, and this Mm -hmm. was one of the other things that was also for Mississippians to vote on. Yeah. Initiative 65 was overwhelmingly approved by Mississippi voters. It was 74% of people voted on 65. So 65A just wasn't even part of it. Mm -mm. People did not want that. But then our little story goes back down another hill. Mayor Mary Hawkins Butler of Madison sued the state of Mississippi on October 26, 2020 to try to get rid of Initiative 65, and she said that the Secretary of State illegally certified the initiative because some congressional districts had more than a fifth of the signatures that were required. So basically each district could not exceed one-fifth of signatures required, and a lot of districts overwhelmingly supported this bill. So there were more than those signatures. Yeah, in other words, she just didn't want to have pot on the streets, quote, quote. Yeah, that's what she said. And then the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled in favor of Mayor Mary Hawkins Butler in May 21 on a 6-3 to ruling. So that really stopped medical marijuana for quite a bit. From 2020, it was, you know, we voted it into action, and then it was all of a sudden just paused. Yeah, nobody was really doing anything with it. The governor kind of put that on the back burner and wasn't even really thinking about it until recently. Until recently. So the 2022 legislative session for Mississippi began in January, and on January 13th, the Mississippi Senate passed the Medical Cannabis Act, which is Senate Bill 2095, and they passed it 45 to 5. And the bill lowered the monthly allocated amount from 4 ounces to 3.5 ounces of marijuana. The Senate kept the daily allocated amount of 3.5 grams the same, despite Governor Tate Reeves saying it was too much. So they were like, you know what, we're going to let these people have it per day. Mm -hmm. They actually passed around joints, mind you, in Mm -hmm. this thing. They had a little baggie with a bunch of different measurements to show people actually what they look like. So, Yeah, it was a pretty involved time. And then on January 19th, the Mississippi House of Representatives amended the bill to allow patients to have three ounces of cannabis per month, which aligns more with what Governor Reeves wants. It is still more than what he wants, but anyway, they still did that. And then after that, the bill sent back to the Senate, and the Senate agreed to the changes on January 25th, 2022. Finally, the Medical Cannabis Act made its way to Governor Reeves' desk, and he signed the bill on February 2nd, 2022. Reeves made it quite clear that he would have had written the legislation differently himself, but still he agreed to it and signed the bill. He had this big social media post where he said what he would have changed and everything like that, but ultimately he decided to sign it, so... Yeah, he couldn't just say, oh yeah, I signed it. (laughs) He had to put his little personal opinion in there. Yep. He opposed Initiative 65, and he was also worried about the amount of marijuana that would be on the streets of Mississippi if patients were allowed to have 3.5 grams a day, which Governor Reeves said was equivalent to 11 joints. The Mississippi State Department of Health must start accepting applications, registering, and licensing IDs within 150 days of February 2nd. The Department of Revenue starts to license and register dispensaries within 30 days after the Mississippi State Department of Health finishes their process. 
And then all medical marijuana in our state must be planted and processed in Mississippi and will probably be ready late 2022. Yeah, I've seen that they already have plans to try and start building growing areas for that. So that's all we have on medical marijuana updates in Mississippi. Next up, we have a speed round of Emma's Opinion Corner. Yay! So for y'all that don't know, since you're not normal listeners, I usually do a film review and a hot take. But this time, I'm just going to do a hot take for you. So my hot take is that, as you know, a lot of books have been banned recently because of critical race theory. Mine's not because of that, but I was like, you got me thinking. Some books should be banned. (laughs) So not necessarily those of that context, but like the romance books that you always see with like shirtless men on them. Sometimes they're usually, I mean, most of the time they're usually a cowboy (laughs) for some reason. And you're just like, okay. And they don't ever have really a plot. And it's just kind of sucky. (laughs) Another one I have to say is Rupi Carr. Sorry if you're a fan of her, but her poetry books are just not that great. And her poems always sound like they were just one of those obvious observation tweets that get like 100k likes or more. And they hear like, the sky is blue, but aren't we all a little blue sometimes? <laughs> and it's like, okay, I guess. It's not really poetry, but sure. The carpet is gray like my mind in your sky. <laughs> I know, it's exactly like that. And you're like, all right, I guess that works. But a lot of people like her for some reason, so go off, I guess. And then lastly, War and Peace. No one needs to write that much about anything, so just stop. And then, oh wait, I have one more. And then lastly, this one is just kind of, I forgot about it because it's just so not important. Memoirs of average white men that peaked in high school and decided they wanted to write a book. Ooh. (laughs) They usually do this in like their midlife crisis when they also buy like a sports car. They're like, oh my God, people really need to know about this. And then they write a book and then nobody wants to read it. But they do it anyway. They're giving you the tips for your best life. I know, I guess. But, yeah. That's all I have this week. If you have anything other commentary about mine? Nope, I don't. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for coming in and uh, listening to our episode. And we hope to hear back from you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.